I'm Carrie. And I'm Christina. We are two registered social workers living in British Columbia, Canada. We work with people who have experienced trauma, people who are currently living in trauma, and we have also experienced trauma ourselves. There's been a stigma around trauma, and we would like to bring it into the open and make it not so secret. We will be coming to you weekly to share our thoughts and opinions on how trauma impacts every area of our lives. Join us in exploring not-so-secret trauma. Hi everybody, thanks for joining us this week. Um, We have kind of been bouncing ideas back and forth about what we wanted to talk about next. And we realized that we spend a lot of time talking about how to take care of ourselves when we're going through trauma. And so today we're going to talk about how to support somebody else when they're going through trauma. Yeah, it's a really good topic, actually. Mm-hmm. We are constantly doing that and not really talking about it. Yeah, and I think like everybody does it to an extent. If you think about how everybody experiences trauma and then their friends supporting them. So I think it's important that we like not only know how to take care of ourselves, but how to support other people when they're dealing with their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I think is most important um, is being a listener. When people are going through something and they want somebody to talk to, it's not necessarily about wanting somebody to problem solve for them. They just need somebody to listen to them. Yeah. I think that's probably the most feedback I've ever had is like, thanks for listening and not saying anything. There was no expectations that they were going to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really neat to hear that because sometimes I don't know what to say and I'm thinking and they just keep talking, which is good. And yeah. I'm sure that as we proceed through school, we're going to learn that that silence is okay. Mm-hmm. We know that already, but using silence is okay and letting them talk. Yeah. Yeah, because some people, it takes them a little bit of time to process. Like, we don't all process things at the same speed. Mm-hmm. So giving that space to, um, like, really think about what you want to say next. Whether or not you're the person that is sharing what you're going through or you're the person listening, that space is yeah. really important. I know sometimes when I want to share... Um, there's certain people I won't share with because I know they're just going to hammer questions at Mm -hmm. me and I I just want to say something and kind of process it as I'm experiencing it yeah yeah so yeah good idea Carrie listening it's nice to have those people Mm -hmm. we have two ears and one mouth that's what I keep thinking for a reason (laughs) (laughs) um yeah what else do you like what would your suggestion be I think it's like just to keep in mind that we all go through this process differently. So whatever way that people are going through it is okay. And we just go to where they're at. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. If one person would cry and another person would be angry, um, one person might not say anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I find that hard when nobody, when the person doesn't talk and I just want to help them. Right. Um, But they, they're just, they really need to, to go through that Mm -hmm. figure out what they need or want or how they're feeling about stuff yeah and like you said there's certain people that you won't talk to when you're going through things I think that you know we don't always know when somebody feels safe Ah. or comfortable yes and so 
I think that if your desire is to create that safe space and to be that person, um, again, just giving them the space and the time to process and get comfortable. That being said, I am going through something right now and it's been really difficult and people are reaching out and I super appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody's pushing me to talk, but people are checking in, which I really like. Yeah. Uh, And when you're doing that for somebody, um, I love how nowadays we have the text or email Mm -hmm. and we can sort of reach out and not be pushy. (laughs) Yeah, you can send like... Mm -hmm an Instagram post or a TikTok mm-hmm. or a meme. Yeah. And just like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok, there is, I don't know how many of you are fans of Blue's Clues, um, but my boys grew up on Blue's Clues. I love Blue's Clues. And it was Steve. I love Steve. So he has a TikTok now. He does? He does. <laughs> And he just sits there and is silent, but, like, nodding and, like, reacting to what the imaginary person is saying. But I read in the comments, and it's, like, so cool. There's a couple times that I've watched it and, like, being thinking about something in my head, and I get teary (laughs) because I feel like he's listening to me. He can't hear me. He's... That is so cool. In a, He's a in genius. A He's a genius. <laughs> I love that. And I look in the comments and people are so appreciative and so loving that he's doing this. That is so amazing. I know. I love that. I didn't even know. Yeah. I'll see if I can post <laughs> a TikTok in the description of him doing this so that you guys can see it. Because it, I mean, it's really so cool. And there are times where I feel like I want to like get something off my chest and one of his TikToks comes up and I'm like, okay, I don't do it out loud, which I think I should, but I just like talk to him in my head and he's like, yeah, mm, mm-hmm. you just shut it on yourself. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> oh, I've been catching that a lot lately. Have you? Good. Yeah. <laughs> I notice it now and a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. What is his name? on tiktok yeah. like what's his actual name his name's steve oh it is steve yeah <laughs> for, for real it's does steve. blue come in there at all or no that would be so funny <laughs> <laughs> randomly blue pokes his head over the chair oh my goodness oh that's so cool no and when he first came back sorry this is like a little bit of a tangent but when <coughs> he first came back he apologized to Like, the kids that he left when he moved on from Blue's Clues. Like, I'm sorry I left you. I'm here for you now. It was, like... Wow, he's a genius. Powerful. Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, if you were a Blue's Clues fan, when Steve left, it was, like, nobody could replace him. Still, it's not the same. But... I mean, the guys are doing a good job. I can't remember his name now, Joe. Um, But yeah, I just love that he has done this. Yeah. Very smart. That is really cool. I'm glad you brought that up. I had no idea. And Mm -hmm. I need to find a platform to go on to eventually. I think TikTok might be my front runner right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because you don't have to post. I don't post anything on TikTok. No, yeah. But there's lots of neat things on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you can search things out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's get back on track. <laughs> I mean, you could yeah. suggest to somebody, hey, yeah, you feel like you need somebody to listen to you. Look for, look for Steve. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I think we, we just don't know what people are actually thinking. And even when it's ourselves, we don't know what we're going to go through, when mm-hmm. we're going to cry, yeah. how today or the next day is going to be or the next minute. So I love how... Um, there's so many people that listen to this and like apply things. So, mm-hmm. you know, listening, letting people go through what they need to go through yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you were saying about the texting being such an amazing tool, but also like not knowing when you're going to cry. You and I were texting yesterday and you, I don't remember what you said to me, but I <laughs> no. got so emotional oh. <laughs> Which was a good thing, because I am one that tends to bottle or stomp down my emotions, because I feel like I went through such a long period of my life where I cried every day. Everything made me cry, and it became almost like a joke. Oh, oh Carrie's crying again. <laughs> and so now, I like don't want that to be part of my identity. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I should never cry. Yeah. And so those text conversations, they also can be that safe space where, you know, you're checking in with somebody, they're responding to you, but then they're in their own space and they um, don't have to worry about people seeing them cry yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. One comment I got, like, probably almost 30 years ago was um, a co-worker, her cat passed away mm. in a very violent, awful way. Oh. And that was, like, the cat was so amazing and so smart and, like, a little person and very, very good for her. And so it was really hard. And I just let her cry and we just sat together and I rubbed her back. And I didn't know about love languages then, but mm. I know her, like... Her love language isn't like gifts and stuff like that. She just needed me to be there. Right. So time Quality spent. Time. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Quality time. So keeping in mind the love languages is always, if you're not sure what to do, you can think of that. Um, some people like to get flowers when they're not doing mm-hmm. well. Some people just want you to be there or they want you to say something. Yeah. Um, Bring them dinner. Yeah. There's lots of neat things you can do actually. Yeah. Yeah, making food for people is always a big one if if there's a death or something's big going on. Yeah, or like mm. when somebody's had a baby. Oh, yeah. Those first few weeks are chaotic. I know it's longer than that, that it's chaotic, but um, that is always a big help in supporting somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If we think of like culturally, you know, taking that into consideration mm-hmm. and what somebody may need we're thinking about that there's different ways um we were actually just talking about that this morning with food and how important food is around different emotions yeah yeah so that's a whole topic on its own but 100 percent. yeah but yeah sometimes i find it good to make food or be eating food or talking about preparing food and talking about emotions yeah so um, i went to see family a year ago um, across the country 
and it everything was a like centered around food but a lot of emotions were processed while I was there wow and it was like I felt really cared for and it was all around food yeah. so we were either talking about what to make or what what was where we were going to eat or what we were going to eat or preparing it or mm-hmm. cleaning up from it yeah yeah so now that you're saying that, I remember that this was how the conversation for this episode started. Oh, yeah. We were talking about comfort things. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So my comfort, I mean, I'm French, so it's all about food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many cultures, my friend who is Ethiopian, they ha- manage things around food when she goes to Ethiopia as well. And my South African friends, same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My... Like, I think there's, like, Mennonite in my uh-huh. lineage and German and okay. English. Yeah, lots of cultures lots. process things I, around food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's worldwide. <laughs> for sure. And I think it's okay if that's a comfort thing. Yeah. I think that when we need to pay attention is when it becomes, like, more... Um, disordered or dysregulated the comfort food part of it right um but there's nothing wrong with food Mm -hmm. right um the other thing that we talked about that day was like weighted blankets or fuzzy blankets um soft furniture Mm -hmm. like there's all those things too that contribute to helping somebody feel safe yeah i in my office i have a lion a stuffed lion just a little guy do you remember him no and he always sat up on my shelf and I had a co-worker that would come in to debrief whether it be about home life work life whatever and she would ask me to pass her the lion and she would just sit there or actually lay on my couch with the lion on her chest mm-hmm. and like play with the mane while mm-hmm. she was talking mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I know people that, like, it's like a, not a texture thing, but like a sem- sensory sensory thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, touching a blanket, like a corner of a blanket, kind of, I don't know the word mm. for that, but where you're... I can't remember. Like massaging with your fingers. Yeah. Yeah, that's a comfort for me. I do it without anything. I just do it with my fingers. But if I have something in my hand, like I've been recently using stones and crystals, oh, yeah. which is super helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or like fidget toys, like fidgets. Yeah, fidgets. We talked about making big. baskets to have in our offices when we're finally able to be professional counselors. <laughs> um, but so we were at a wellness expo this past weekend. Thank you to everybody that showed up and supported. Um, but one of the um, attendees did a video to post on their Snapchat of where they were. And she sent it to me after and she like scanned over our table and it was so funny because I was twisting a candy wrapper in my hands and you were fidgeting with something else, but we were like very hardcore fidgeting. Like <laughs> really? She's like, you can see, you can feel the anxiety in this video. <laughs> <laughs> Just at our table? <laughs> Yeah, like it just like as she panned over our table, we were fidgeting so hard. Oh, she must was have got funny. it pretty early because I think in the beginning I didn't mm-hmm. know what to expect, but yeah, it felt, it felt better the more people that came and talked to us. Yeah. It was good. It was so great. I was glad I went. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's so. Mm. I mean, if you have things that 
if you're talking to somebody and they're going through something, things that they can hold on to or yeah. like offer the blanket, offer the stuffed yeah. animal. Or something to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, food, obviously. Hot or cold. Hot or cold. Heating blankets are always good or heating pads. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a neat thing to put in your office if you have somebody stopping in like that. Maybe yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you know what? If somebody's really stressed, I was just thinking about um, something that I used to go through when I was really stressed is my neck would go out. So my body would tell me I wasn't well. Mm. So it was interesting that people started to catch on and they told me I didn't even notice. But oh. there's a couple of people that said, oh, your neck's out. What are you stressed about? <laughs> yeah. So watching signs of your body or you can do that for your friend or coworker or whoever is going, you think is going through stuff or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are their yeah. tells? Yeah. In their body. Like, um, shaking leg. <laughs> yes. I had a shaking leg incident last week where I, I felt good, but my leg was giving me away. If anybody was looking at it, they'd see <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's funny. Um, I think another good tip that I, I know I for sure have learned going through social work education. I'm sure you did too, is like sitting in cars with people. Yeah. Because then you're not, you know, forced to look somebody in the eye um, some of the best conversations I've had have been in cars. Yeah, same with some of the youth I work with. Yeah. And Freud, his wife is the one that told him to do that. Oh, sit I people, didn't know that's where it came from. Yeah, sit people on the couch and they don't have to look oh, at you. Oh, yeah. 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 So similar. Mm-hmm. I don't know about his car, but... <laughs> Did they have cars then? Yes. Yeah, in the 1800s. Oh, okay. Yeah, into the 1900s. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that... So I, I like doing that with like younger family members. I'll yeah. pick them up. Let's go for coffee. That's a good idea. Drive through. Do you want to sit in? Yeah. And then we just drive and talk. A change of scenery is always a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Even just going for me, like lately I've been off. So I've been changing my location instead of sitting in my home and looking at my four walls. Mm-hmm. I go to a coffee shop. And I'm able to reset and work on whatever I'm working on. Yeah. Just to clarify, when you say that you've been off, you mean off work. You mean cuckoo (laughs) and off work, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. That's not my technical term for... I'm dysregulated right now. Yeah. That's what I'm going through. And so you're taking care of yourself. I'm taking care of myself, so... Yeah. Yeah. So being with other people is also good too, but only if the people want that. So yeah. some people do like to isolate and some people um, like to be around people. So mm-hmm. it's like an introvert versus extrovert, totally. I guess. Yeah. Although there's introverted extroverts. Yeah. And <laughs> Ex- extroverted introverts? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so I'm an introvert, so I don't know how that would work being an extroverted <laughs> introvert. <laughs> I feel like that is not a real thing. Yeah, but I'm sure it is. <laughs> I don't know enough to. It's like the types of um, anxiety. <laughs> I'm like, mm, yeah. I don't know. Probably all of them. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of all of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, another thing that I I didn't even know that I did this until a few years ago, when somebody said, you know, I really like it when you say to me, "How can I best support you?" Yeah, you do say that a lot, and. I think, I don't know where, like, where in my journey that became a thing, but 
if you don't know how somebody needs to be supported, just ask them. Well, and the beauty of that is when you say it to me, I have to really think about that. Oh, I don't know. My answer is nothing. And then I think about it. Yeah. Because, you know, there might be something that you can do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it could be like, so one time, like, how can I best support you through this? Would you mind checking in on me every evening to make sure I've done this? Yeah, I can absolutely do that. And so then I set an alarm and every day check in mm. with that person. That's good. And then at the end of a week, check in and say, do you want me to continue to do this? Yeah. 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 Or if it's like, can you, mm. when we're together, can you make sure that I'm drinking water? Mm. Um, that made me think of something that's going to put me on a tangent. But oh, I, good. I love tangents. <laughs> I, I used to set an alarm. When my kids grew up, my daughter met a boy who she's still with and... She said to me, you really messed me up because you didn't say I love you every day. And that is true. Mm. I have a really hard time with the I love yous. Mm-hmm. It's changed since COVID though. But at that time I went, oh crap, she's right. And she's expressed what she needs from me. Right. So I set an alarm on my phone to remind me every day to do that. And then pretty soon I didn't have to and I just do it. Yeah. So it was a good way to set the. I'm sure that probably came from James Clear. And yeah, his atomic, atomic habits. habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I thought I found that really useful. She expressed what she needed, and she had anxiety about it because she didn't want to hug him in public, or oh, you know, she was just shy to do all that because we didn't demonstrate that in front of her. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, all of those types of things, like even how we process things. We know how to do that from what we learned growing up. Yeah. So, I mean, somebody might not know how to cry or yeah. say I'm pissed off. Yeah. 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 Well, even, um, I don't know what started. I think it might have been Grey's Anatomy talking about the ugly cry. Mm. I'm not sure. But... I, I never watched it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> people talk about the ugly cry now and it's not like it's not like a bad thing it's things that people do that's normalized I guess is the word I'm thinking of yeah so that's okay it's okay not to be okay I feel like I need to say that now (laughs) I know you said it to me the other day and then I said it to somebody else that day Uh, (laughs) it is gonna run we know that but sometimes you're just like you're up you're anxious and you're up a bit higher and Mm -hmm. you just don't remember because you're not able to access the prefrontal cortex Learning a lot about the brain in the last years. <laughs> yeah, so you're, uh, a simpler way to say it, which we, I, it started my learning journey, is you're not reaching your, your thinking brain. Yeah. You're living in your your um, reptile brain, so the brain stem where your neck is. Mm-hmm. That's like your fight, flight, freeze. And then the free prefrontal cortex is like kind of where your, I picture it where my eyes are, just a little bit above forehead. So it's got to travel to that place. And right. if you're not thinking because you're anxious or you've had something happen, you just mm-hmm. can't think. So it's actually okay because you can't access your thinking brain. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. So it's good that, you know, we're talking about supporting people while they're going through that because mm-hmm. sometimes I know I feel crazy or stupid or like I said, cuckoo earlier. Like sometimes I just can't access my vocabulary or my comprehension yeah. is low and that's okay. Like, yeah, we've got to just go through it and, um, all these people around us are so wonderful. I think we both have only wonderful people in our lives mm-hmm. right now. And I wish that for everybody Absolutely. to take inventory and, 
and make sure you're surrounded with people. Yeah. Because if you have, if you're doing well, you can support others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Me too. <laughs> so when you're supporting somebody through this, you need to, A, make sure that you're well. And I don't know if there's a B, but you need to make sure you're good. <laughs> if you're good, then you can support somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. If you're dysregulated yourself, then it would be more challenging to be like a strong support. Yeah. I don't think that you, you need to be doing your best to support somebody because when you're not doing well, you have all these things that you're not vetting, like your biases or your Mm -hmm. motivations. Um, yeah. For example, you might want somebody to get better because it helps you in some way. So, um, yeah, I just, I just encourage you to make sure you're in a good spot because if you're not at your best, you're not going to be able to best help somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you have those supportive relationships like you, that you already have, like I think you and I, if we're both having a day where we're not doing well, we can just sit beside each other and there's like, you don't have to talk about anything yeah. You don't have to talk at all, but just like being present with each other sometimes is good. I think that's a good alternative if you want to be with somebody and mm-hmm. it's okay to just be together. Yeah. yeah. Watch a movie. We've been doing that actually for a couple of weeks where we're probably both not at our best. Yeah. And we're just sitting and doing our own work. Yeah. At a computer, but being together. Mm-hmm. And that makes me better actually, to be honest. Me too. So that's good feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Glad we talked this through. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love it when we process on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Aha moment. <laughs> Thank you, Oprah. Um, I just credited Oprah in my first paper, actually. Did you? <laughs> yes. That's I awesome. I have to mention her always <laughs> as my motivator. Yeah, she's a big influence. I would not be me without her. <laughs> I know yeah. that sounds weird. I should be saying that about a spouse or a friend, but Oprah was my first person that put me on this learning path and self-growth and realization yeah if you didn't have the support in your Mm -hmm. actual relationship then where do we look for it yeah oprah Oprah, (laughs) movies yeah yeah somebody once told me that they were a good boyfriend because they watched movies oh okay yeah Hmm. yeah like for information or with the person like to support the person for information (laughs) (laughs) or like that was where they got their Ideas of how to be a good mm-hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Which I thought was honestly kind of genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Did they watch um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or whatever that movie is? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they were a little bit before that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess what we're trying to say is make sure you're taking care of yourself. So. Yeah. It's good for you, and it's also good if you're supporting somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that we just wanted to touch on was um, secondary trauma or vicarious trauma. Yes. Um, it might not be so like prevalent if you're supporting a friend, but as like in your in your work, like in our work. There's definitely things that we hear that are horrific and um, 
could impact us in certain ways. And I'm sure that many of you out there, there's things that you hear through the course of your day that also can impact you that way. So I think being aware of what you're hearing and how your body is reacting to that is super important. Yeah, well said. Hmm. I think that's important. Um, even if you're not working in this field, mm -hmm. um, sometimes you're supporting somebody else who works with people. Anybody who works with humans, really, you think. Honestly and truly, like <laughs> from somebody that served you your fries at McDonald's yep. to your therapist or your, your family doctor even, like they all are dealing with people yep. and people are difficult. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on why everything's worse now because of phones and technology. Because I'm not going to go there. <laughs> that is another episode. <laughs> As I'm talking about, I need a social media platform. <laughs> I was feeling a little left out here, I guess. Yeah. But I, I hate it all the same. Honestly, I do too. Sometimes. Like, I just deleted Facebook from my phone again. And... The first couple days, I just found myself going through my browser and going on Facebook. <laughs> but now that it's not on my screen, I just don't. Until I'm like, oh, I should see if I have anything on Facebook. And then I went in today and I did. I had a friend request from one of the practitioners from the expo. Nice. So I'm glad that I did go on today. That's good. It's not all bad. And I think it's different too now that... Canadian laws have changed and they're not allowed to post news on social media. Like there used to be so much like CTV or the Chilliwack Progress, like any Abbotsford News, any of the like news outlets had Facebook pages and they could post stories on there. Mm -hmm. Or people could just like share a story that was maybe skewed a little bit and it creates like escalated fear and yeah conspiracy theories okay we're really going down in a rabbit hole here <laughs> I stop love it. right there <laughs> yeah that's funny we are talking about vicarious or secondary trauma yes. so the news yeah the news <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i know they talked about yeah, i'm so on off on my tangent here but the the indigenous uh, graves mm -hmm. that were just found yeah. so um yeah, if you're listening now, remembering that, you know, to help anybody through that. Yeah. Yes. And We're talking about the ones that they just found in Mission. In Mission, BC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's... That's... And yeah. there's... The sad thing is... I mean, it's bad enough, but there's many, many, many more graves throughout mm -hmm. Canada and yeah. the U.S. for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you don't know how things are affecting people. Um things happen and you know about it and then it's brought to the attention of the media again and then it's re-traumatizing people so yeah yeah or court cases are coming up yes. for something that's happened a year ago or two years ago or five years ago mm -hmm. so going through that with my daughter right now so yeah yeah five mm -hmm. years ago and now wow. the court will probably be coming up very soon so it'll be fresh in her mind again yeah so just being really careful to make sure 
because it does affect me. I get vicarious trauma through her for, for sure. sure. And not that she means to, but there's just, I went through it too. Yeah. You know, you get the call that your kid's been in a car accident. And, yes. You know. And like, it's not, it's not about, you had your own experience through that. Like she had her experience and her trauma, but you also had your experience and your trauma. Yeah. So like trying to support her. Yeah through like yes. the primary trauma not that yours is secondary like you're as a mom and as a support is also primary trauma but I think yeah that's such a tricky place yeah <clears throat> yeah so I think every time we talk we're talking about being aware of the surround your yes. surroundings the people around you this is just one more reminder mm-hmm. be gentle to others and yourself <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You just don't know where somebody's at. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't tell you because they can't tell you they don't know themselves. So. Yeah. 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 But watch for signs, like we say, you know, mm-hmm. with like the pacing, the, you know, um, fidgeting. Fidgeting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Somebody's just not their self. Yeah. Yeah. Good to check mm-hmm. in with people. Oh, the one thing that we didn't talk about, uh, like, as a sign is, like, risky behaviors. Mm-hmm. So, like, excessive drinking, excessive drug use, excessive promiscuity. Promiscuity, yes. Yeah. yeah. Excessive what? Exercise. Exercise, yeah. Yeah. Excessive isolation. Yeah. Anything to an extreme, really. Yes, yeah. no extremes. Yeah. Yeah, just be aware of that. I feel like we could just keep going on and on and <laughs> yes. on. Yes. Like, yeah. But... I think that we're safe to leave it here. What do you think? I think so. And if you mm-hmm. have any questions, please feel free to contact us. We'd love to hear from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Appreciate all your feedback. Yes. Thanks for joining us. And we will talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed this week's discussion. If you have any feedback, please email us at notsosecrettraumapodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to seeing you again. Mm-hmm.